The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 93. 93- 666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCZ LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler. I'm your host for the Weekly Business Hour. I'm a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com. Well, thank you for taking time to join us this morning. I think we have a, a good show put together for you. There'll be a lot of education, some tips, some ideas, and hopefully cause you to have some questions. Because one of the things that's really important to me and to the show is that you reach out to us with your questions, comments. Uh, you can even ask a question about your particular business. I love to get those. Uh, we're going to be talking about a question I received recently later in the show. Uh, take one out of the mailbag, so to speak, and answer the question online. So please send your questions to us. Email address is real easy. It's one best, B E S T, consult, C O N S U L T, at gmail.com. That's one best consult at gmail.com. Keep those questions coming. It's what makes the show a lot more fun, I assure you. Well, the weekly business hour, as most of you, if you're a regular listener, knows, this is where Montgomery County, and in fact, people around the country, around the world now, come to listen and hear about the latest in business news, business ideas, and in particular ways to improve your business. And we're really proud of that. So we encourage you, become part of that conversation today. Share the program if you get an opportunity uh, with friends, other business people, uh, or re-listen. We have a lot of that where people re-listen, particularly to certain segments that they want to pick up. Because this show is about education. That is our mission, to provide you information in a concise, effective way. We do that by talking to special guests like we have today that have experience, that own their own business, share their experiences, and also some information about their industry, products and services they sell. So it's important for you. It's important to me. So please, uh, thank you again for listening to today's program. And again, share it. And last but not least, I want to tell you, if you don't already know, you can watch as well as listen live. Simply go to Facebook or YouTube, look for the Weekly Business Hour page, click on it, and you can join us again on video as well as audio. A lot of folks like that uh, venue better than just listening. I personally enjoy when I'm talking to someone to be able to see them. So then you have that option. Go to Facebook, go to YouTube, find the Weekly Business Hour page. And when you're there, do me a favor, like us. And that way you can sign up at your uh, leisure to receive the program or notices of new programs because we post every program there on Wednesdays of each week. So there's a recording there in video and audio. 
Well, let's get this show on the road, so to speak. We have a special guest with us today, special meaning they have lots of business experience, they own their own business, and it's a business that's in an industry that is challenged, uh, not just by COVID, but it's a business that has lots of outside competition. And, you know, Carolyn Mason is with us. I need to mention that first. Carolyn Mason with owner of Whitestone Printing. Carolyn, welcome to the program. Thank you. And it's Caroline. Caroline, I'm sorry. (laughs) As in sweet Caroline. Well, I have a Caroline as a as a as a as a granddaughter, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Caroline, sweet Caroline, I like that. Love that song. But back to I kind of got wound up there. You're in a in a really competitive industry, uh, one that I've been hearing the demise about for at least 20, 30 years, and particularly the last 10 years because of the invent and widespread use of digital. Um, let's talk about that. Why is advertising, such as printed brochures, flyers, those kind of things, why are they still relevant to the small business owner? It's a, a very good question. One, the other business owners need to get their um, whatever out um, marketing their business. And the only way to do that is to give people something that they can take back with them keep uh, on their desk or whatever but it you have to tell a story and I mean I spent 25 years in the computer business and married my husband wonderful husband uh, going on 31 years and he started a printing company in Houston well thereabouts uh, the company I was with decided to go through some layoffs gave me a package, I got out of there, and stepped into printing with him. And that was back in 89, I believe. So uh, I've been around uh, that era. And back then, we didn't have digital. All we had is offset printing. And most people today don't even know what offset print is. But it's the way to print thousands of something at a minimal cost. Now, that being said, with my background, I have, I try to be creative, and I meet with people, and they say, oh, here, I want this. Well, I can be a me too and just take that and run with it. But I say, you know, if you're up for change, what would you like to see? Case in point, Barbara Damick, who was our district clerk for years, um, time came up to renew the re- her renewal on um, the jury summons, and she orders, you know, thousands, and they were a 12-part form, or a seven-part form, sorry. And what happened was every time they go to print on this printer in uh, their office, it would go um, several stop realign because it would creep. Well, she and I got together, we redesigned it, we got it down to eight and a half by 11, tri-folded, mailed, and so I saved the county bukus of money my tax money <laughs> as well but it's it's that creative that's what I like to do is be creative with customers and see if we can do something different maybe less expensive maybe not it just all depends and so that that's the joy I get out of my business along with all my wonderful customers well you know you mentioned creativity I mean that's obviously part of marketing advertising particularly 
and to have someone who is creative. I personally, when I was in business, several different businesses that we started or bought and built, uh, we used, of course, that was prior to digital to some extent. We Last business, we actually kind of went into the digital era, but the fact is that uh, I had a background in marketing, advertising, worked for a large company, mm -hmm. handled all that for them. And the idea is I've got to get my message out there. You do. And today they call it storytelling, which is great. Mm -hmm. I love stories. I love to tell stories. Uh, but it was all about called messaging, which was a broader way of saying uh, that. But the thing that, that I'm curious about, I'm a small business person, hypothetically say, and digital has a lot of appeal because, well, I can go on Facebook myself after hours and I can create an ad or I can do this or that and maybe I'm not sure how it all works but I can push the right buttons, drag the right stuff and then ultimately if I pay for it I can spend 20, 30, 50, 100 bucks. Uh, what do you say to me? I mean, what do you say to me to convince me that I need to expand my offering to something in print? Well, I think you need both sides. And sure, you can go onto Facebook, you can do your own thing over there. But if you're going to a show, you got to hand out business cards. You need a brochure. People come by, you want to talk. So, and that's the other thing too, when if you're at a show where you're just at a meeting and you don't have Facebook right there with you, so you have to have some printed material. Now, digital printers, print machines came along and everybody said, oh, you know, or you're going to print on your desktop. So printing is out the window. Well, it's not. Number one, you don't get the quality on your desktop printer. Number two, digital is uh, only good for low volume. You cannot make a run of 2,500 envelopes on a digital. Well, you can, but it's going to be a lot more expensive. So digital print printers um, are good for the short short runs you still need that offset uh, you know huge printer to make those long runs so y y I see you need both you know it's it's interesting I had that experience with the printing I've again I'm try to be creative or innovative and especially when I'm owning a business and then later working with clients that are small business owners and I tried the the digital printer and you're exactly right of course we had did it for a custom message so that mm -hmm. each time we printed, call it the brochure or the flyer, it had customization for that particular client as a follow-up matter. So probably more applicable there, like mm -hmm. you say, mm -hmm. but uh, never tried to mass produce. I can't imagine doing more <laughs> than 50 to 100. Uh, and the cost was extraordinary with the inks and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So we really get down to it, I guess, what I'm hearing from you today is, as a business owner, uh, I need to analyze what my costs are and how it's going to be used. Uh, it just is not as simple, well, Facebook looks good, it's exciting, I can go do it myself so I have that control, uh, or I can get you know one of the kids or a friend or one of my employees, and it's simple, uh, which I see the appeal there. Um, but the idea is we really do need to look mm -hmm. at all the tools that are available to us if we want to be effective in yep. what we do. You do. And you have to, you know, you look at your cost, and we, we can certainly give you a free quote on anything that you might want to do, and look and see, uh, am I going to get return on that piece that we're printing? Now, it could be a rack card. 
doesn't have to be a trifold brochure. Um, so there are other venues out there that we can look at uh, to help you get that message out to the public. Right, and right now, boy, we you got to say to getting your message out and staying connected. That's one of the biggest challenges I have with clients and people I speak in front of is you got to keep that messaging going, even though the traffic and whatnot is less today. In so many cases, right, business is slowed down, mm -hmm. but don't disconnect. And so many people have, and it just breaks my heart because they're going to find it really hard to reconnect. Yes, it is. Down the road. <laughs> well, believe it or not, we've come to our first break. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break now. And when we come back, we're going to continue uh, this conversation with sweet Caroline. See, I'm going to get it right with Caroline Mason, uh, because I think there's a lot of knowledge here that can help you in properly advertising and marketing your business. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Join us on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Dell Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit, began in 2014 with a mission to strengthen the future of veterans through leadership and entrepreneurship training. We've invested over 1,400 hours of training in our veterans while connecting them with community entrepreneurs and leaders. Our mission is to continue investing in our veterans who have given so much for our country. Please join us in our mission by visiting velinstitute.org. That's velinstitute.org. Hi, I'm Keith O'Cono, CEO coach and business mentor. I've spent four decades helping multiple entrepreneurs use my principles to take their businesses to the next level. My methods do not fix your problems. They help you fix them for yourself. I call this process closing strong. Contact me at 713-557-1639 or visit my website at closingstrong.com for a risk-free 30-minute meeting to see how I can help you. Because a business can only go as far as its leader can take it. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Diamond, Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Not sure who to turn to when you have a problem in your business? Listen to the Weekly Business Hour on Lone Star Community Radio. You've been listening to the Weekly Business Hour. Rick Schisler, your host. We're back with you. We're visiting with Caroline Mason and talking about print, print advertising, and why it's still relevant. And we're going to continue that conversation. And I'd like to ask you, Caroline, um, what do you see as the future 
of your business. I mean, again, I mentioned at the opening about you could hear about the demise that nobody's going to have printed hard copy advertising to hand out or put out or, you know, put on the tree or whatever you do as far as business cards even. Uh, but that's not happened. What what are we looking at in the next five, ten years? Is it going to be more the same or? Uh, I, I think it's going to be the same, if not more. Um, for instance, you go to the theater, you have a ticket. It's a printed ticket. So there are a lot of things that get printed that people don't associate with print, if you will. Um, the other thing that I've gone into besides print is uh, corporate apparel. I offer my clients shirts that are embroidered, T-shirts that are screen printed, caps. Uh, my men all love the Richardson 112. What? I don't care who it is. But uh, so we embroider those. And uh, it's, it's gone into, sure, it's printed, but it's just a different medium, if you will. Right. Then there's this whole side of promotional products so that I am also selling my clients um, with promotional giveaways, pens, sticky notes, uh, notepads, coffee mugs, you name it. I mean, it runs the gamut of everything. Now, since the slowdown and the virus have hit us this spring, you know, a lot of my customers were kind of pulling back a little bit, although most of my customers were essential, thank goodness. So they continued, they had to have invoices, they had to have this, that, and the other. But I got into selling PPE equipment. We sold a lot of masks, disposable masks. Uh, I've sold a lot of uh, those that are um, screen printed, that has your logo mm -hmm. on it. And it's, you know, the world out there is just all kinds of things that uh, you can put an umbrella over. And I, I kind of go with the flow. You know, next week it may not be masks, it may be something else. But you, you, you learn to adapt and move in different directions. And that's how I think small businesses need to look. You can't put blinders on and say, okay, well, you know, I'm real good at plumbing, so I'm gonna start a plumbing business. Well, there's more to it than that. You've got the mark, you know, like you say, the marketing side of it, the print side of it. Sure, you're good at that, but then you have to have all these licenses and so forth. So there's a lot that goes into starting your own business, and you got to get through that first five years. After that, you're probably going to make it. I started Whitestone up here. We sold our, our company in Houston, and I started Whitestone up here in 2007. And uh, first thing I did was join the chamber and got involved as a diplomat. I was on the board for four years and absolutely loved it. I, I just love the chamber. I think they're, they're trying very hard to help the small businesses and large businesses in Conroe and Montgomery County. So I still am very involved uh, with them. And I would say the majority of my customers are other chamber members. And I, you have to build up a trust with people that you're gonna do business with because other people want to do business with you only if they trust you and the, and they think you're fair. And I think I'm fair and I just love what I do. 
Well, you know, you mentioned uh, your involvement and gave us that history, and I, I think you're right on as the when you start a business because that's part of what we talk about with everybody that comes in here uh, is you know some advice you've had what now 13 years mm -hmm. in your business here and then the previous business in Houston so you've got I think some real good experience in your mention about joining the local chamber in this case we have an excellent chamber Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce uh, which I too am involved in. I think it's a great way to get started like you mm -hmm. did when you came here and a great way to stay connected and constantly develop business um, but beyond that uh, what do you see I mean you've got customers and I suspect a number of different industries mm -hmm. uh, geographically probably pretty much in Montgomery County or maybe down a little bit in Harris County whatever what do you see as the outlook for business right now I mean this obviously this pandemic is is fooled everybody because it comes and it goes and we're locking down we're not wearing masks we are wearing masks I mean and and that's okay with me I get it because something new comes and people have to of course this has a lot more urgency because of mm -hmm. how drastic and deadly it can be ultimately so what are you hearing what are you seeing businesses say what are they looking at in the next few months to get to the end of the year and perhaps into 2021 well I think we just need to open up you know first it was just essential businesses but I think at this point we've all locked down long enough people want to get out they're tired of looking at four walls and they've saved their money because they haven't eaten out in their home they're not going to the theater but I think we need to open up those businesses and let people get back to work and it's, I have the same thing with uh, schools. Now, not everybody might agree with me, but I think, especially the younger kids, grades one through five, I think they need to get back to school. They need that interaction with other kids. And so the school districts I know are challenged, and they're going to do half and half, I guess. They're going to start virtual and then hopefully progress this, this fall into getting back to school. But that's what makes this economy, is people out working. And so if you're working and you're bringing home some money, you can go spend that money. Right. Do you see businesses, though, thinking that way that you deal with? Mm -hmm. um, they want to be open. They want to be open. And what do they see, if any of them share with you, which you can probably tell to some degree about your orders, but are they feeling that that's what's going to happen between, mm -hmm. say, now and the end of the year? Yeah, because I have... Here recently, I've been doing a ton of um, polo shirts. So people want to, again, advertise their business by wearing a nice polo with their logo on it. And so I see a lot of that. Yeah. If it's so, not the printed paper, it's other things that are printed. So what you're saying is the polo shirt is an indicator of business is good. I think in, up here in Montgomery better. County, you bet. I think yeah. it far better here than other places <laughs> yeah there's no doubt about it well ladies and gentlemen we've come to the bottom of the hour break and carolyn if you don't mind do you have a few minutes to sure. come back with us because i've got a few other things i'd like to talk about again you provide a unique experience and a unique point of view as all business owners do so if you'll stay with us we're going to take our bottom of the hour break ladies and gentlemen i hope you'll stay we'll come back uh, with Caroline and then I'm going to offer my one best consult tip of the week entitled simple business ideas that can sustain and perhaps even help you grow your business now 
that was our topic last week, but I'm going to extend that and narrow it down as what's the most important thing you can do in your business right now. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with you. It's all business talk on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Lone Star Community Radio. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Hi, I'm Keith O'Connor, CEO, coach, and business mentor. I've spent four decades helping multiple entrepreneurs use my principles to take their businesses to the next level. My methods do not fix your problems, they help you fix them for yourself. I call this process Closing Strong. Contact me at 713-557-1639 or visit my website at closingstrong.com for a risk-free 30-minute meeting to see how I can help you. Because a business can only go as far as its leader can take it. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. It's all about business on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to the weekly business hour. This is Rick Schisler. I'm your host. I'm glad to have you with the program today. Again, I want to give you that email address if you've got a question, a comment about the show, and even a question about your business. I try to answer all those, try to help people make sense of what not only what we're doing if they have a question, but again, about your own business. All you need to do is send an email to one, that's the number one, bestconsult at gmail.com. That's one, bestconsult at gmail.com. Well, we've been visiting with Caroline Mason, and we've been talking about printing. She's the owner of Whitestone Printing, and we've been talking about print advertising, flyers, brochures, business cards. Now, shirts, all the things that you can put your company name, logo, information on, that's what I call print advertising. Some mm -hmm. people think it's the newspaper, and that's okay, too. I would say that's included, but how important it still is. It is still very relevant. That's what I've taken away of what you said today, Caroline. And uh, 
let me talk about communications. I'm, and we talked about this off the air. Communications, that's what this is all about. I own a business, I need to communicate with prospects, my current clients or customers, my vendors, uh, suppliers, anyone that really needs to connect with my business. It's not just the prospects, it's everybody, it's communications. Always hear that, well, I don't have enough money. Talk to us a little bit and give us your insight, if you don't mind, about communications on a budget. How much is enough? Uh, people need to recognize that there needs to be so much money set aside, maybe a percentage, to advertise and market their businesses. Well, it could be a percentage, or if you do nothing else but sit down with a budget, a spreadsheet of some kind, and say, okay, this month I'm going to dedicate X, next month it's Y, next or X again, and then at the end of, say, three months, add that up, and now you've got some money that you can go and do something with. Uh, I have people that want to do mass mail um, postcards. Well, you don't see as much now as you used to, but, and I do that too. Uh, I can address, you know, pick a zip code. I can send a postcard to everybody in that zip code or in that route within a zip code. Um, you can utilize the USPS to do the same thing. But here's, studies have been done in, in years past that when you send a postcard to somebody, they get it in the mail along with their, all their other mail and they look at it and they throw it away. You send out a second one, they look at it, they throw it away. It's not until the third one comes out, they go, oh, well maybe I should really sit and look at this and maybe I should call them. That's expensive if you're going to send the same postcard, you know, several weeks apart. It does work, but you got to do it at least three times, if not more. So I recommend doing maybe something a little different. Um, you, you can, uh, what's not challenging, but what we can do is say, okay, I want to cherry pick everybody in this route that makes over X amount of money so that you're, you're targeting uh, who you're going to send to. So that's one way of doing communications without flooding apartments and, you know, if you're only looking for a certain group of people. And it may be just business people. It may not be home. Well, it depends on your business. So you can target those groups and make it a lot more effective with the money that you're spending. You always want to also on the, if, what, if you do that kind of piece, or even if you're handing things out on the corner, have a coupon or something so that they have to come in and bring you that coupon. Now you know that piece is working for you. Otherwise, you have no way of tracking. If you just send a postcard, you don't know if they got it, didn't get it, or whatever. So you always want to make sure there's some sort of call to action and make sure that that comes you know, back to you. Now you, now you know that it really, it's working because now I'm getting calls. You know, you make a great point, and, and I guess what I feel is just critical, as it is in many areas of a business, is you've got to sit down and, and as a business owner, maybe get some help from someone like you to develop a budget and, and commit to spending that $100 or that $1,000. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in a family business that was an old line business and 2% was the number, industry, minimum 2%. And we spent 2% of sales, mm -hmm. 
month in and month out. So that number kind of went up and down. Mm -hmm. But I was tasked at one point with, okay, you've got this many dollars, or we project you will have this many dollars, to let's talk about what tools we're going to use, whether it's three times the postcard mailing or, you know, whatever it might be. So once you have that budget, that $1,000 or whatever the number is, that to me frees you now to explore. Don't, What's out there? Don't just <laughs> back into it and say, mm -hmm. well, I want to do a postcard mailing. That's been my experience. Well, yeah, but it costs $500 and I only have 300 you know. Well, and now I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I see that happen. <laughs> well, take what you got, right? Yeah. What's your budget? What do you think you can afford? Yeah. Uh, startup businesses, I've seen them spend 10%. And, and have it in a budget to, mm -hmm. you know, we've got that money and as we begin to get established, then that number can go and down to say the minimum 2% or 3%. And that's percentages, it could be flat dollar figures. Uh, an analysis of the trade area that you're trying to affect, whether it's, you know, within a mile of your location or 100 miles or 1,000 miles. There, it, it, it takes a little effort, it takes some planning, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It does, it really does. So. Um, there's a lot of things out there, a lot of items, either print or promotional or wearables um, that we would love to sit down and you know talk to people about. And again, they've got to have some some idea of a budget. You tell me your budget, I can present you with anything and everything that you might need. And then it's up to you then to get that out there. Yeah, decide which pieces or what tools you mm -hmm. want to use. Mm -hmm. But until you have that plan, that little that budget, I don't. I, I, again, I've seen it paralyze people because then it becomes cost, not what yeah. you need to spend, and it that is not what you're looking for. Mm -mm. One last question I'd like to talk to you about, and this is a very specific question that comes up for many businesses, is that we're out there competing with potential customers and prospect prospects and whatnot selling our products, services, and whatnot, uh, price. Uh, it, price enters the equation all the time. You have shoppers, if you will, or prospects uh, that say, you know, they're looking for the best price. So, and price is a part of everybody's effort to buy mm -hmm. anything. It just may not be at the top. It may be two, three, four steps down. Quality may be at the top, whatever. How do you deal with price? in making a presentation or offering your products and services? Well, the way I look at it is people tell me, oh, I can get this online. And I said, fine, have at it. <laughs> and normally what happens, it's too good to be true. They buy it, they get it, and it, the quality is not there at all. It's not what they thought it was going to be. Where I've been through so much of that, uh, the vendors that I deal with uh, are quality vendors. And so my price might be a little bit higher. In most cases, it's not exorbitant higher. It's we're, we're down in the very small percentage um, in the same way with print. I mean, there's people out there that do the same thing I do, but I offer, what I think I offer is quality, service, I deliver. So, you know, we're, we're right in there with everybody. Well, I think we're better than everybody else. <laughs> Well, and as I tell my business clients and people, look, you, you've got to decide whether you're going to compete on price or you're going to have mm -hmm. other priorities. And if you're not going to compete on price or any of the other things, quality, whatever you decide your company is going to be, then go do that. Uh, and price, like you say, many times is a disappointment 
for the buyer, mm -hmm. but I've seen companies successfully compete on price. That was what yep. they did. Well. And it's a different ball game, a different business model. Yep. Uh, and there's going to be shortcomings to it, just mm -hmm. like because it's price. Yep. Only so much I can afford to give you for a price, right? That's right. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, Caroline, I can't thank you enough for taking time to join us and staying over. Uh, you bring, a, a, like I said, a great perspective to the business. Uh, and I hope the ladies and gentlemen have enjoyed hearing from her. If you'd like to reach out to Caroline and, and have a question about business or about what she does, you're interested in connecting as a potential vendor or supplier for your business, Caroline, what's the best way for them to do it? Uh, they can do it two or three ways. The website is whitestoneprinting.com. And on there, there is a form that you can fill out that will send me an email of what you're interested in. Uh, you could e email me at caroline, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, at whitestoneprinting.com. Okay. Uh, phone number is 713-253-2242. Okay. Give us that number one more time. 713-253-2242. Well, again, thank you so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our last break of the day, and when we come back, I'm going to give you my One Best Consult Tip of the Week entitled, What is the Main Challenge That Your Business is Currently Facing? So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. ideas and news you can use join us on the weekly business hour every monday at 11 a.m on lone star community radio god's garage is a 501c3 that repairs and gives away cars for free to single moms widows and wives of deployed military you can help god's garage by donating a vehicle volunteering your time or by monetary donation god's garage is located at 2106 east davis conroe if you'd like to learn more about God's Garage, visit our website at godsgarage.org. Or you can contact us, and we would be glad to come and make a presentation to your group. Hi, I'm Keith O'Connor, CEO, coach, and business mentor. I've spent four decades helping multiple entrepreneurs use my principles to take their businesses to the next level. My methods do not fix your problems. They help you fix them for yourself. I call this process Closing Strong. Contact me at 713-557-1639 or visit my website at ClosingStrong.com for a risk-free 30-minute meeting to see how I can help you. Because a business can only go as far as its leader can take it. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Dell Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit, began in 2014 with a mission to strengthen the future of veterans through leadership and entrepreneurship training. We've invested over 1,400 hours of training in our veterans while connecting them with community entrepreneurs and leaders. 
Our mission is to continue investing in our veterans who have given so much for our country. Please join us in our mission by visiting velinstitute.org. That's velinstitute.org. Hi, I'm Keith O'Connor, CEO, coach, and business mentor. I've spent four decades helping multiple entrepreneurs use my principles to take their businesses to the next level. My methods do not fix your problems. They help you fix them for yourself. I call this process Closing Strong. Contact me at 713-557-1639 or visit my website at closingstrong.com for a risk-free 30-minute meeting to see how I can help you. Because a business can only go as far as its leader can take it. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. You've been listening to the Weekly Business Hour. My name is Rick Schistler. I'm your host. Hope you've enjoyed today's show. We're down to our last segment. Uh, This is where uh, I give you my one best consult tip of the week, but I want to remind you before we get started with that, that a copy, uh, video, cast, podcast, 
copy of today's show will be posted on Wednesday. You can find it in a variety of places, social media. You find it not only on Facebook and YouTube, but you can find it right here in the station, IRLoneStar.com, the website. Click on the weekly business hour, and it'll be posted right there at the top of previous shows. Also at OneBestConsult.com. So I encourage you, if you heard something you want to re-listen, or if you would, share it with another business owner. Share it with business people that are, or people who are thinking about going into business. So please, I'd appreciate it if you do that. Well, One Best Consult Tip of the Week. This is a follow-up tip to last week based on some conversations I had from some listeners and others about what's going on right now. What are we thinking right now about our business? If we're a business owner, uh, it's so hard to project. It's hard enough to project the future. You sit down typically, what, October, November, if you're real organized, at least in December for all of us, particularly if we have a loan at the bank or whatnot, we have to do a projection. We have to do a budget. In this case, it'll be for the year 2021. Well, I'm encouraged, but then I get discouraged when I say, well, let's do a budget for the fourth quarter. Let's, let's pick up and do October, November, and December, because this year has been basically scrambled eggs, if you will, and hard to project, hard to know when your business is going to be open, hard to know what people are going to do as they come out of their homes. Are they going to spend money? Are they going to work to expand and grow their businesses if you sell business to business? Just a lot of major, major questions. And so it's hard to do that. But I entitled today's piece, and it's short. It's entitled, What is the Main Challenge That Your Business is Facing? And I encourage you, take a moment, because, again, every business is unique. Every business owner is unique. We're unique individuals. So your challenge most likely will be different even than your neighbor or someone else in your industry or business that is a competitor. Try to analyze and understand what is the biggest challenge to your business today, right? I hear employees, uh, particularly here in Montgomery County, Texas, everybody's having trouble finding people. I mean, you just drive down some of the main streets and you see help wanted, all kinds of businesses not just restaurants and the typical need hourly help, but all kinds of businesses, manufacturing, help needed, help wanted. So there's a shortage, at least in Montgomery County, Texas, but again, in Iowa or Oregon or Connecticut, it may be a different issue. But make sure you're addressing and spending time other than wringing your hands and worrying about it. I think the same thing applies to what to do with your business as far as where do I go? How do I move forward? Obviously, if you have government restrictions, they are dictating what you can do. But I think it's very important, and Caroline Mason touched on it, determine what is selling, what products or services that you offer or could offer are selling or could sell in your marketplace and focus on it. Like Caroline said, now it's it's polos, it's T-shirts with company names and logos uh, versus certain amount of print advertising and brochures uh, because nobody's holding uh, trade shows. Nobody's going out and handing out brochures. Uh, the mailing has slowed down, but she's selling. She got into that business looking for an alternative way to give people to advertise their business. I encourage you, 
analyze what the main challenge is, but also analyze what your business is doing. It doesn't take a lot to find that area or areas in your business that are really working. I know some businesses are just going gangbusters because their industry, their business, countywide, statewide, even nationwide, is doing very well in this time of shutdown and concerns and unknowns. The other thing is, be sure once you determine what's working, do a quick evaluation, but a thorough evaluation of what your strengths are and play to your strengths. In other words, in Caroline's example, the t-shirt business, is she set up? Is she able to deliver so she can maintain her presence, maintain what people have come to expect from her in the market? Make sure that applies to you as well. Lots of hope, in my opinion, lots of opportunity, but it's going to require most of us, most businesses, to make adjustments. Don't drag your feet. Look what you can do and make your business successful even during this downturn. Well, remember, you and your company can be a sponsor of the Weekly Business Hour. Just reach out to me. Send me an email at onebestconsult at gmail.com. And a great uh, idea that we developed, I think it's great, we're going to see. But next week, we're going to have a guest host. We've never done that on this show. But John Stacy, the advocate, who has been a guest on the show as late as last week, will be a guest host. And John will be presenting his own guest, do the entire show. And so I encourage you to check it out. Again, new perspective. It's a good thing. So check it out next Monday at 11 a.m. In the meantime, thank you for joining us. And remember to stay in touch with what's happening in Montgomery County right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, as always, stay engaged and focus on what counts in your business. Thanks. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.